This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. After the news, here's your news. It's not... On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, the mother of the Westminster Bridge terror attacker has been giving evidence at the inquest into his victim's deaths. She described him as getting enraged and she would describe him as the Incredible Hulk. She said he'd always had a fiery, angry personality, especially when he'd been drinking. And she said, I'm ashamed to say he quite enjoyed drinking and fighting and admitted that she feared that one day he may kill someone. Our correspondent Ian Woods has spent the day at the Old Bailey where Khaled Massoud's mum has been explaining how he converted to Islam. His wife has also apologised to his victims in court for not being more vigilant. The government's reportedly working on plans to set up an internet regulator. BuzzFeed says it's seen proposals to hold tech companies accountable if they don't take down illegal material like hate speeches within hours. Theresa May says she's sticking to her Brexit plan as the EU criticises as a meeting in Austria. European Council President Donald Tusk says leaders are agreed the proposals need to be reworked. A lone suspect is in a critical condition after multiple people were shot dead in the US. Authorities in Maryland haven't confirmed reports the shooter was a woman. Some pet owners have reacted angrily after police closed their investigation into the so-called Croydon cat killer. Scotland Yards concluded foxes are the most likely culprit in hundreds of cases of mutilated animals. They've been found from South London to the Midlands. Samantha Brown, whose cat Harley died earlier this year is still convinced it was more sinister. He had a clean cut, there was no blood, his body was neatly displayed at the scene of the crime, his tail was taken. How could that be a fox? In sports, Chelsea are 1-0 up at Greek side Pauka Salonika at the start of their second half of their Europa League Greek clash. Steven Gerrard's Rangers are a goal down to Villarreal in Spain. Kicking off in an hour's time, Arsenal face Ukrainian team Vosklá Poltava. Scottish champion Celtic are home to Norway's Rosenberg. Celtic are unbeaten in six matches. That's the latest. I'm Annie Green. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. 
It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. It's Love Sport Radio with your London Football Fan Shows, bringing you the Crystal Palace Fan Show every Thursday, 7 till 9pm on 558am on DAB Online and via Alexa Smart Speaker. Joining me from uh, the back of the next is, uh, what, Tim? Yeah, It's been a while, mate, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, a long time. You're riding solo, Hambo's in, he's on the stairs somewhere. Call of Nature, I think. He's he's in transit at the moment, he's on the stairs, apparently. He's on his way. Well, yeah. Long way up, though, we're, isn't we're it? two floors up. Well, so I mean, I'd say expecting for about half past seven. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll keep going till then. No yeah, worries. we're waiting for uh, for Chris Hambly uh, to join us. It's Love Sport Radio. Good evening. Thanks for choosing us tonight. We're going to keep you up to date with what goes on in the Europa League. That is. Um, that's all happening uh, right now. It's uh, Arsenal who. Kick off in about an hour's time elsewhere. There's uh, there's there's Chelsea who are currently one goal to the good away at POK Salonica. Uh, Sevilla two one up at Standard Liège. Dynamo Kiev two one up at uh, home to Astana. Arsenal of course entertaining Vorskla Poltava. Ever been down to Poltava? Can't say I have to be. No, honest. I've, I I don't think the um the the package holiday scene is is very big there. No, no, not all inclusive there. No. no, never giving it a bash to be honest. No, you don't fancy Ukraine. Fair enough. It's just the way it is, really. Um, yeah, let's take a look at. Uh, well, let's look back at Huddersfield. Did you go? I must admit, I didn't. I've been working hard. Um, I work, often. Yeah, I work at the University of Kent, and it was a rivals weekend for the students. So I was following the action on my phone and checking in with the group, with the uh, back of the nest group. Um, it sounds like it was. Uh, you know, we we rode our luck a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, what do you make of these 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 comments about uh, Wilfred Zaha? Obviously, the bits and pieces that have come out in in the press about how he needs protection from referees. He's been fouled too much. Uh, do you think Palace have a point? Oh, he, he definitely has a point. I mean, we've been seeing it week in week out for for donkey's years now. Um, you know, some of those challenges at the start of this season have been horrendous on him, and uh, and and I think. The team's instructions, the opponent's instructions are: um, if you stop Wilf, you stop Palace, and uh, they'll do all they can to, uh, you know, do that. Yeah, Clinton Morrison has come out and talked um, about how Wilfred Zaha is right to call out Premier League referees, um, and you know some of the tackles are, are just brutal, effectively on him. People are just looking to maim him somewhat. I ju- you know, at the end of the day, the referee's there to protect. You know, protect the 22 players on the pitch, um, and you just don't see that. It, Wilf has got um, a reputation, unfortunately, and it, you know, perhaps through no fault of his own, but that's just the way it's been with the media um, and other players. And um, yeah, he just, you know, why shouldn't he get protection? You know, he's, he's such a flair player, beautiful to watch. Um, and the least he expects is to get protection on the field. The most foul player since the start of the 16-17 season. 
well that again that, that's just no surprise it's uh often that's the only way that you know players can stop him and and at the weekend um i think wagner's uh interview after the game i think he said you know the instruction was to stop zaha and uh and the one moment of brilliance they didn't do that was that game a six-pointer I think it was absolutely crucial for us. I know it wasn't a great performance, but we just had to get points on the board. Um, you know, we're at the stage, obviously, we're, we're expecting better performances at the moment. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, at the moment, it's just about getting those wins. Yeah, uh, it is certainly about getting those wins. Of course, Wilfred Zaha's goal in the 38th minute, um, you know, sealed the three points for Palace. Um, but, you know, there are cracks, aren't there? in that squad there's cracks in that side that have been sort of masked by that Zaha goal yeah I mean it's no secret that we can't seem to get a point without Zaha at the moment so you know we're relying on him to 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 get us through those matches and uh it's up to some of the other players to come to the fore really oh well yes it's been someone coming to the fore there's uh there's one man who's entered the studio god tired I I told him he was going up the stairs wasn't he it was the stairs, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. You know, oh, yeah. it's taken me twenty-five minutes to get up those stairs. Nah, hasn't really. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I do need my, to get my breath back. <laughs> Excuse me. How are you? Oh man, I'm I'm good. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, a bit of a traumatizing journey. What in today? Yeah, it happens. People crash into each other. Trains are delayed. Sometimes you're too fat to walk. You know, happens, mate. It that happens. kind of stuff. Trust me, I I, I got. Stuck in the gym yesterday. So stuck. Well, yeah. Did you? I, 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 you didn't hear about my predicament, did you? No, please. Don't. Yeah, I was in the swimming pool and the fire alarm went off. Mate, that is um, two hours outside. It wasn't fun. It was not fun at all. Essentially, in your pants. Well, yeah, and, and luckily I, I had a, a beach towel, and I wasn't using one of the you know because I go to one of those upper middle class health clubs. Yeah, of course. You know, and I didn't have one of their little towels that they give you. Oh, what, what did you do with your floats? I, I don't know. I had my noodle. <laughs> yeah. No, my noodle. It was uh, it was hanging around. But yeah, um, myself and young Timothy over here, we're talking. Uh, Evening, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were talking about Wilfred Zaha and the need for him to be protected yeah. by referees. Clinton Morrison's come out and said it's essential. What do you make? Uh, it 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 kind of sums up the predicament of the English game, doesn't it? Because I can't lie and say that particularly when we were a championship club I didn't value the the idea of kicking the opposition's best player you know and there's been Palace teams in the past that I've said are way too soft but I think it's all about where you draw that line isn't it and I think if you look at Wilf's comments they came after consecutive games where he was you know a, a, a player who is less able to withstand such treatment would have been you know put out for, for a period of time you know, he's he's always been one of those you can take a take a kick and and sort of recover quickly. But the you know two two challenges that potentially could put a player out for the season, and it's just it's just pure luck that we haven't suffered that that situation. I mean, I did mention to him that he is the most foul player since the start of the sixteen seventeen season. That just reinforces Palace's fans' comments, Roy Hodgson's comments, Wilfred Zaha's comments about the need for him to be so just not him, but just flair players, players that like to run, players that like to excite they need a bit of protection don't they from the officials yeah and i think the the, the most important part of that is to to understand that no one's saying that um t- other, other teams can't 
you know, take the, the, the teams have to let him run. You know what I mean? We're not saying you just have to let once Wolf's got the ball, you can't put in a challenge. You have to let because he's a flair player, he's good. You have to let him run up the other end and score. No one's trying to make that point, which kind of seems to be the point that some people are arguing. Let's let's hear from Wilfred Zaha after that game uh, at Huddersfield where he scored the winning goal. Uh, but these are his comments post match. I end up in arguments with referees because I don't know, like today the guy studded me in my shin and it's like, do, do, do they need to break my leg before anyone gets a red card? Because last week against Watford he jumped on, on, on my calf and it's like, what, what more do I need to do for me to get the same treatment as, like, as other players? So yeah, I can't say nothing else on it. I, I just got to do my best to just not lose my temper, just play football really. We, are we waiting for that? Are we waiting for a player to get injured? I, I am. I don't know about you too. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's the sad thing about it. Perhaps once that does happen, then people will take note um, and do something about it. But I just don't understand. I mean, referees get together all the time in their Premier League get-togethers and they, you know, they must know the situation out there. They must be able to watch the footage like everyone else does and see that, you know, he's being unfairly treated at the moment. And, you know... We should see a positive reaction from the referees protecting him on the field. <coughs> we should indeed. Uh, 11 minutes past seven. We'd love to hear from you this evening. We're going to look back at that trip to Huddersfield, uh, well, Hambo's version of that trip to Huddersfield yeah. uh, in, a, in a new fit section called Journeys with Kernas, <laughs> who, surprise, surprise, isn't actually here. Uh, 11 minutes past seven, it's last ball. I'm doing the best I can to raise the living standards of ordinary Americans, particularly export stars. Love sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. Virat Kohli. This is about India's experienced players. Virat Kohli being one of the mm-hmm. more experienced player, players and how he deals with fame. Did he get recognised? Where was he? In the Arctic, Arctic Circle. Arctic Circle, yeah. In search of a, some peace, he went to the Arctic Circle. You might not see too many he Indians. He got recognised in by an elk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Virat Kohli. Weekdays from 6.30am. Nobody could silence a porn star better than me. That I could tell you. This is Love Sport. Love Sport Radio, 12 minutes past seven across the capital. Um, and this is a, a new little thing we're, we're developing at the moment. It's still a prototype. Yeah. It's the beta version we're about to release. <laughs> it's called Journeys with Kernaz. I'm not sure if we have any form of musical, but if we do, we do. We'll bring it in slowly. It's cool. I mean, it's it, what we do. it would be something jolly. Something you jolly, know, you know, like a Christmas song. Any any journey with a Kernaz is a is a jolly journey, you know, especially when he's sitting there moping in the back, ignoring everybody, just staring at his phone, love lawn. <laughs> so because some 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 girl he won't tell us about isn't speaking to him or something. Why know? isn't she speaking to him? Who knows? I mean, you've I mean met, this is usually you've something, met Dr. You know what he's like. I mean, this is usually something we keep for dear Dr. Itself. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he's decided that he doesn't want to show up today. Well, Hi, Dr. As, as Tim said in the break, you know, we need Dr. Needs a dear Dr. Himself, doesn't he? He needs to write to himself for advice. Um, but no, he, look, you know, he's he managed to jump out of his bed and 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 well, here we go. Is that jolly enough? It's a. It's like jolly in the future, isn't it? 
<laughs> it's like Biker Grove 2K19. Yeah, oh, well, you, do you know what? You've hit the nail on the head. It's future Biker Grove. Yeah, Biker, biker Grove. The Jeff Man is about 400 years old <laughs> and a cyborg. Anyway, what was the journey like Sorry, up to Huddersfield? Yeah. Tell um, us about it. Uh, very early start. What time did you leave? We actually left at... <clears throat> Excuse me, my my voice sounded a little bit like a cyborg there for a second. Uh, we left at about uh, about half past eight in the end, so not as early as you had advised. Yeah, but we did make very good time and uh, I managed to park pretty close to the stadium. So um, I think uh, I mean obviously the journeys recurring as you, you know you know what it's like on a on a long journey. You want you want good company. You want the people around you to be sort of talking and laughing. Yeah. So uh, we also picked up Mike Scott often often of this show as well yeah mike was in fine form you know willing to share his love of uh, hardcore punk music all that kind of stuff nice and dr dr went to sleep a lot a lot uh briefly woke up to eat a kfc and then then went to sleep again um and it was just basically the whole point of this feature is dr dr was thoroughly thoroughly terrible company um because he's a teenager and teenagers can't cope with emotional situations. I think we should use that one word that's going around left, right, and centre now. Go Give it to them. It's millennial. Oh, he's a millennial, isn't he? In fact, he is the very definition of a millennial. He's a, he's a full time millennial, bless him. I've, I've had this depressing thing all weekend. Been doing student cards, and the students are born from the year 2000 now. Yeah. And that is just absolutely sickening. Can I just say, this is the first and last time that you'll be on this show in September slash October because I get something called Fresh's Depression. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a known thing. You know the fact that, you know you know when you're driving down like the motorway, you just see like a car full of like duvets and stuff, and you're just yeah. like, they're off to uni. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, yeah. You get depression. I mean, that's Fresh my job. depression, mate. That's my job. <laughs> Tim, Tim, do you remember being DR's age, 18 years old? Yeah. W- what it was like to, to you know, to get, get emotional about situations? Yeah, and, and <laughs> I, I won't lie, people that know me will know that I probably had girl trouble as well at that age. Did you bore everybody else with it and then become just a, just a real pain to deal with? I'd, I'd love to say no. Just, just asking for a friend. I'd love to say no, but I know the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? After all this, I'm feeling slightly more sympathetic towards Kernas. Well, I've, after all this, I'm thinking of just starting like a like a course and just giving up after two weeks. Just <laughs> so I can go to freshness every week. Uh, anyway, pushing on. Um, tell us about the the emotions at the football. Yes. Do you know what? Uh, I wasn't expecting it too much, but what I was expecting was uh, an improvement in performance. And what we didn't get was an improvement. Got in a win. Is that be- purely because Huddersfield were uh, are quite bad? It is, be- yeah. It is because Huddersfield annoyed Wilf. That is the only reason we won that game. He- they got him angry. They booed him, and he decided to ram it back in their faces. And honestly, I've, I've never left a game and felt that we've deserved a win less. Um, with the greatest respect to Huddersfield, look, they've reacted really badly to it, their, their supporters. If you go on their message boards, it's absolutely brutal. Uh, they've been ri- ridiculous about Wilfred. And more importantly, um, you know, I can understand, and I've seen games where we've been outplayed and we've lost them. Um, sorry, been, yeah, been outplayed and we've lost them, of course, that would make sense. I've seen, I've seen games where we've outplayed the opposition and lost them, that's what I meant. Um, you know, and it's always frustrating, but the level of bitterness, I can't use the phrase that I really want to use because it's got a swear in it, but the first word is boiling. And they, they really are fuming at, um, at, at what happened. And look, it was a good day out. The, the, the fans, t- we took a little bit of a while to get going, but I tell you what, I was really surprised that we'd, we'd pretty much sold out the away end. Um, 
And obviously, Hudders away to Huddersfield doesn't really get the pulse racing, does it? As uh, as as one of the away trips in the Premier League. But um, we had we had a really good turnout. It was great to see a win, but um, it did bring up a few of the old frustrations. But we've we've been there, haven't we? We've been the other side of that when we first joined the Premier League, and we were the the Huddersfield, where yeah. you know we felt like we outplayed teams. But one one moment of genius will you know kill you off and. Uh, I don't remember us being that bitter. I think at the time it would have been a case of, well, welcome to the Premier League. You know, we've got to adjust to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. But I think, I think the bottom line is, you know, when I, when I think about the game itself, I think about just how badly we played. I can't, I can't really get my mind away from that. And I, we, we recorded a little podcast afterwards, and we were so negative that we only realised in the last couple of minutes just how negative we've been. Uh, and I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be that guy who can't can't enjoy a win. But um, it, it was pretty depressing to see. And you know, Aaron, we talked last week, and I, I moaned incessantly about Roy and his inability to use subs. I was just about to come on to that. It, it was the age thing again, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Although he, this time he decided to wait till ninety-two. So, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering what happened to him. I think, and I think you know, you're you're probably back me up on this, Tim. It's well, I'm worried about his his use of Max Mayer already I'm totally worried because you you sign this quality player that that everyone's been raving about and and you're just not getting a chance and it just doesn't you know we've got to be careful because we won't attract these big players if if we don't get them into our team we're Crystal Palace at the end of the day you know we're not Man City um he should be getting a chance in that starting 11 yeah and you look at the change that was made we brought in Jake Coyote for Jeffrey Slup. Yep. I reckon it was the right player to come out of the team. <laughs> I'm surprised that the player went into it. And that's not to say Coyote didn't do well, because he did. Slup gets so much, like, sort of not, I'm not going to say bad press, but he, he's not the flavour of the month, is he, at Palace? No, he, no, he isn't. He's, he, go, go what I'm going to say is he's a victim of his own success, because c- he can play virtually anywhere in the side. Because of that, he doesn't specialise in one position. So, you know, he's a great backup player for for Van Arnold or you know if we haven't anyone on the left hand side but because he is that utility man I, I guess that's where he suffers yeah definitely and he's had good games for us uh, and he was he was very good all the last year but I think he, he's been the weak link of late so I've got to say it's the right decision to take him out of there but I mean we had a shift of system as well which was interesting to see um, but it was the, the weird thing about it was it was the system we were all crying out for, but it wasn't immediately apparent that we'd switched to it because because of just how uh, you know how unfamiliar the players seemed to be with it. So uh, we you know we've been looking for this four three three four five one to come back, so Wilf could then be put back out on the left where he gets a bit more space, you know, which is a, it's a good thing. To do get get Wilf on the ball a bit more. Um, but realistically, I think we did we did the wrong thing because it ended up isolating Luca a little bit, and and I think the midfield struggled. Uh, we're going to carry on. We're going to talk about Luca as it goes uh, a little bit later on in the show. Talk about Connor Wickham. Talk about uh, Jordan Ayew as well and the forward line issues that Palace are currently uh, suffering from. Um, if you want to have your say this evening, it's 0208 70 25 at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. I hear naked speed dating is taking off over there. I've been doing that for years. You're so late to the party, you guys. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. 
I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old git like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at aspokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with aspokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. FanHub, the new app that rewards fans. Yes, you've heard it right. If you support your team, FanHub will support you. Simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture. It records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated. FanHub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber, Just Park and Amazon. Download FanHub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. FanHub, fan loyalty, rewarded. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels why is everything floral because she likes flowers who mum she's staying with us until her extension's built are you joking i told you last week you didn't with up to 70 percent off big brands 20 restaurants and a nine screen cinema you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at london designer outlet savings for all the family hello ldo find us in wembley park see website for details savings on rrp it's only for three months there are some things a man should not talk about and his arsenal is one of them believe me 558 a.m love sport the Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, I've just reintroduced Hambo to uh, an old pal. Mate, Lucas ate apple. Exactly. What? what? Exactly. <laughs> I was talking about this on Weekend Breakfast. So everyone who's listening to Weekend Breakfast, uh, I actually tweeted uh, Tesco while we were on the show to find out where I get Lucas ate apple from. And I'm pleased to say I travelled like 20 miles to go and get it yesterday. You, you uh, have no idea how much it's lifted my mood as well. I feel special now. He's on a high now. Tambo. <laughs> Tim, they're, they're in the football of my car. You can go and get one if you want. I don't want mate. <laughs> I don't know what remnants of the six pack are left, but yeah, Lucas Aid Apple is the one. And it's limited edition. It just it tastes even better. A polite person would offer to share with Tim. I'm not sharing with no, Tim. Didn't think so. Didn't think no, so. That's fine. Um anyway, do we look now at the striking issue? Uh, how was it? did, did Benteke, Benteke feature on Saturday? No, not at all. He's, he's injured. He's, he's injured. injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Sorloth? Sorloth made the bench. Um, surprised surprised thought he would start um, but instead Roy's gone started with Jordan Ayew uh, so Ayew also started the previous game in place of Wilf as a, a sort of secondary striker and I'll be honest was poor really really poor wasn't he Tim and like yeah. th- this this game it was a, like it was a, watching a different player and I'll be honest because I've been someone who's defended Ben Teke and it, but this showed me what Benteke's not been doing as a hold-up player. I've I've defended him to the, but I'd I'd clearly forgotten what a hold-up player was because Jordan Ayew just played it very very simple when he had his back to goal. He was he was just strong. He was you know quick with his feet, but quick to make the right decision and quick to bring other people into play. 
Um, he was one of our better players on the day. Uh, I think Roy was noticeably excited after the game, uh, talking about IU's performance um, and said that I think the fans might be thinking that we found a striker here. And absolutely right. I mean, I think it, for me, it's all about bringing in Townsend and, and Zaha, you know, to to bring in their best potential so we need someone that can link with Zaha to get the best out of him mm. because I think recently it's just not been happening um, I mean Zaha's still scoring but with Benteke it's just not coming off for him is it so you know if Jordan Ayew up there can can bring him into the play in the, those danger areas and like he did the other day with that great one too um, you know that's great I mean I, I didn't see the game the whole game but did he ever look like scoring yeah so I mean he got, he got through a couple of times there was one where I'm surprised nobody on the Palace team claimed for a penalty because he was quite clearly clattered uh, in, in the box but he just got up and got on with it but he had a, he had that chance and he had the one where a cross sort of came into the box and he completely miscued it so he's not I wouldn't say he's sharp in front, front of goal at the moment but then he's not been playing either has he no, so no. He, you but, know he's not had the full pre-season with us um, and you know the only way he's going to get fit and into the groove is by starting matches exactly which right. he's now got that chance yeah, yeah, exactly. No one's expecting, I think, Benteke back till next month. Um, but to have a player who, who, you know, played with that energy and actually just troubled the opposition defence, whereas Benteke's been so inwardly focused and so, you know, lacking in confidence that he's not really been a bother to opposition defences for a while. Is it time for a for maybe a change of shape, a change of think uh, thinking in terms of the forward line? Obviously, we know that Zaha and Townsend work quite well together. Why can't we just play them there, like, just carry on just doing that and yeah, you know, I, let it all just happen and just come together naturally? I, I think how, I think this front three, I, I use Zaha and Townsend, actually gives us a chance to do that. Because I, I do think that were we to play Zaha and Townsend as strikers every week, there are some games where it quite simply wouldn't work. Um, particularly defences that are, that are quite mobile. Um, anyone who plays three at the back, it's, it probably wouldn't work. Um, but I, I think with with the addition of Ayu in there, it just adds that little bit to it. And as again, like I said it's someone who, because he hasn't got the height. I mean, he didn't really win a header, um, so it actually restricts us in in that easy ball forward if we're under pressure. And I think, excuse me, the start of this season that was the Lucas eight coming back <laughs> up. <laughs> Oh dear, and all I want is more of it. But I think I think it just stops us playing the easy ball, the easy long pass up for because yeah. it was always an out ball, wasn't it? You know, we're under pressure. Oh look, there's Benteke up there. Lump it, lump it up. I'll smash it up there. But now yeah. we've just got to think more, uh, more creatively about how we play. And the trouble is, we haven't quite found our rhythm over the last couple of games. So I'm hoping it all comes together as well. But I'm just wondering if this whole Benteke injury, as daft as it sounds, has come at the right time for us. It kind of takes that that pressure off because I think. Roy was was playing Benteke. Probably felt pressured to stick with him and hope that he comes through it. You know, with the confidence. Yeah, for sure. Um, but now he's been forced out of the team. Sometimes that's when something clicks. You know, something new gets tried, and and we move on. You never know. This could be the turning point of that season where we kick on and and put in those performances that, to be honest, both of us were expecting before the ball was kicked at this season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I did notice as well that Christian Benteke did not feature. In the uh, the midweek squad pick. Oh. oh wow! So I mean, like Connor Wickham was there. All the injured, all the other injured players were there. Maybe he was at some form of rehab or some having some treatment or something. But yeah, yeah. Very, very weird, isn't it? Yeah, sort of. Certainly started to fuel a few conspiracy theories. But but what conspiracies can you have, especially with the transfer window being shut? 
I think the conspiracy theory that we we probably said on this show a few weeks back, where we someone someone suggested that he should uh, he should be sent away to Thailand for a year, <laughs> just just have get away out. from yeah, have a year out, get away from football, have a gap year, uh, and then come back and try and remember how to play again. What an actual like uni style. Yeah, gap year. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gap year. Do you remember that video? Yeah, gap year. Yeah. Gap year. I'm just on oh. a gap year to Burma. Uh, half past seven. On the way back, we're going to change things up. We're going to talk about the HF. If you don't know about them, the Holmesdale Fanatics and uh, Crystal Palace fans are fighting to save them. Half past seven is Love Sport. Joe Hart. Hands of pure butter. I love butter. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. But obviously, you've not got kids. You don't understand that. And then why would you? Yeah. And it's not relevant. Yeah. But if he's missing that, and the thing is, he does. They they only are at that sort of age for a little while. Mm. And it's very soon they become manipulative, cynical, horrible (laughs) little people (laughs) who contrive in any way possible with blackmail emotionally, physically, and everything to get whatever they want. They are the, the worst sort of or best negotiators in the world because they are totally unscrupulous. <laughs> they are immoral. It's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of the Russian Tourist Guide to the UK. Today, my comrades, I'll be telling you about the world-famous Cornflakes Packet Museum in Notting Hill, London. We thought it was great. Hang on, that is the wrong cereal. Sometimes it gets too busy and tempers reach boiling point. But just remember to keep your cool and don't snap, crackle and pop. Oh, hang on, I have done it again. I love cornflakes, but my friend Alexander, he'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops. What can I say? He likes the monkey. And I can assure we are very much tourists in this country. Until next time, Dorsvidanya. Love sport. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from sevenbestbets.com. I've got an acker for you. Fulham to beat Watford, Liverpool beat Southampton, Man U beat Wolves, City to win away at Cardiff, and Spurs bounce back with a win at Brighton. A tenner on the fivefold nets you £91.86p. Those are the odds with sevenbestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Love sports. Yeah, Rangers have come from two behind. Uh, well, to, well, on top. Yeah, they've come from two behind. To uh, <laughs> did you doubt yourself in the middle of that a little I bit? I did. Yeah. I did. It's terrible. Carl Lafferty has made it two-two there in Spain. It's a a, a real humdinger of a yeah. game at uh, El Madrigal. Does it help if I reinforce your uh, your statements every time you make them? So yes, I'll give you, give you a little cheer every time you get it right. P.O.K. Salonica nil. Chelsea one. Yes. Go on, Aaron. So help. <laughs> it really does. Thank you very much. Uh, we're still waiting for uh, the Arsenal game to kick off. Of course, that's part of the second phase of fixtures as uh, UEFA have released two phases of fixtures now. They're the early kickoff and the late kickoff, apparently to uh, appease viewers in Asia. Hmm. Yeah. Do, do, do we know if they're appeased? I have no idea. I think they should have some form of mass survey. Someone needs to give, yeah, yeah. give Asia a call. Just a clipboard. <laughs> that just should go around the whole of Asia. Oh, you mentioned clipboards. Poor Dennis Norden died, didn't he? Oh, God it's rest. It's a water legend. I remember one of my favourite things was sitting there with my granddad watching Dennis Norden's It'll Be All Right. Oh, on the night. Yeah. Classic. I mean... Just with his clipboard as well. Yeah. He, and he never gave up with a clipboard, even when iPads were available. And the worst thing is, well, the best thing is, he was he always looked like old. Yeah. 
That's it. He was he was an old man for almost his entire life. No, I always looked at my granddad, and I just used to compare him. Just look, sit there, look at my granddad. Just go look at Dennis Norden. Look at my granddad again. Look at Dennis Norden. And I think he was like ten years older than my granddad. Yeah, which is crazy. And, and also, generally speaking, all of the links for that show were never ever funny. Not even once. But he was still good. Ninety six years old. Yeah, it's a good age. I'm mm. not going to make that. Ninety six years old. <laughs> That'd be no good for Roy, would it? Ninety-six minute substitution. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, what a what an absolute legend. Um, let's talk HF. You've got an update for us. Yeah. Um, again, I won't go into too much. We talked a lot last time I was on about uh, wearethehomestyle.com. It launched pretty much as we were on air, um, and it's had a huge response from the fans. I think that to, to date, there's nearly nine thousand signatures. Mm on that website calling for the for the club to take action and to support the uh the plans to move to a singing section which it would incorporate the hf and obviously that that whole site is run by inclu- including ourselves a collection of fan groups as well so i think the whole you know to sort of emphasize the whole point behind that site there's a statement on there there's a there's a proposal on there and people are allowed you know asked to register their approval of that and when you've got nearly 10,000 people registering their approval of it, you know, I think probably that that shows you that it's, a, it's something worth doing. Now, you know, I understand websites and surveys and all that sort of stuff. You can start, you can doubt the data and what have you. But I think the you only have to look at the responses across social media to know that this is something that the fans desperately want. We do miss that that constant support that we got from the HF. We do think as a supporter base as a whole that having a singing section will be able to take us to that ne- that next step, that next step forward that we want, to give us that real fortress at Selhurst, that real cauldron and noise that we want. Back to where it was. It, exactly, and, and to improve it, and, to, and for it to spread as well. Um, but obviously it's a difficult thing to do, and I think we've got to a point now where, you know, there was clearly a disagreement on how that was going to go ahead or whether it was going to go ahead. We've now hit a point where the fans are behind it, and I think really all, all you know, what I really want to say tonight is that I think it's now down to the club to put a response out and just to say what, what they're planning to do. Uh, I'm not going to betray any confidences as to, to what's been happening, but I, what I will say is uh, I think people need to know that um, that it that it's, a, it's a, something that's up there on the table, something to be discussed, and I think the fans need to continue to press to get something done as quickly as possible. Tim? Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest with you, when, when it first kind of came out um, in the summer... Um, probably didn't come out in the best kind of publicity in terms of what was going on um, like with the season tickets um, in Block C not being renewed was it Block C or Block H? It was the whole of the Lower Homestead initially Yeah, um, but having seen all the the kind of the news uh, the press releases um, in the last month or so you, you can just totally see now what, what they were trying to do and, and the good it would bring to the club and having been to the uh, the Liverpool game it, it's just needed you know we need we need to get behind the boys and, and get that atmosphere rocking again at Sellers Park and if I could uh, drag us back to the the Huddersfield game um, you know the away support is always is always strong anyway for Palace mm. but when you look at the home support that Huddersfield have got now obviously we know we know about my views on clappers <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I stressed strongly last week uh, but th- them aside I think. The the noise generated by Huddersfield's fans is one of the big reasons they're still in the Premier League. You know, they can create a good atmosphere and they can create a very good supportive environment for their team to play football in. And it can be intimidating. I mean, 
we weren't intimidated because it's hard to be intimidated by plastic clappers but there are other t- teams supporters uh, who would be intimidated by that particular noise uh, annoyed by that noise I was but not intimidated um, but I, I think we we you know we can see up and down the country I say that you can see it in, uh, up in, in, in the European leagues and the world leagues as well that teams with strong loud passionate support get that extra edge um, and we have needed that for the last few years and um, you know we're certainly suffering without it so it's, like I say it's all down to the fans make sure the pressure's there and we're desperate to see a club response now we, just can't, we can't be complacent can we you know this no. is the thing I think it's easy you know we've been very successful in the Premier League now but you know it can turn just just like that as we sort of start of last season you know you go on that poor run and you know anything can happen and we needed the fans behind the team at that point to get us back on track so it's evident though guys it's evident because you know there used to be this intimidation of going to sell as part now it just doesn't feel like it's the same it feels a bit different and i'm not going to use that word gentrified because i haven't seen a a, a brioche bun yet but they're there if you look (laughs) (laughs) i just i just think you know it feels very sort of cleansed Selhurst part like you know just neutral it doesn't yeah. feel to, like the old Selhurst. To be brutal about it, the Premier League will will make you do that. That that's kind of what they want. Uh, they want owners to, you know, effectively price out regular fans and make it because it becomes all about corporate because of the money involved. Now you understand that from a perspective of the, the club, they've got to try and compete on a level playing field. So if one big club charges seventy five quid for tickets and all their you know majority of their supporters are all corporate supporters or tourists who are paying stupid sums of money for package deals and all that kind of stuff then there's pressures on them to try and compete in that same market but unfortunately what happens is you take football away from the people who really support it for I mean, it's, all, it's all about the price per fan now because you're yeah. a fan who's not going to go into the club shop and spend xyz on a shirt and a scarf and you know a, a, a packet the, of shirt, cl- the shirts don't fit me mainly that's, that's cl- a cl- you know <laughs> packets of football shaped sweets you know crystal palace flavor wine gums or something like that you know um <laughs> man united do them do they man united do man united wine gums but I mean, you said Crystal Palace flavour wine gums. That's all sorts going on in my brain there. What is Crystal Palace flavour? Cheese. <laughs> Mainly cheese. <laughs> cheese and TSD jerk. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you know, you're looking at the cost per head now. Rather than simply, you know, oh, they're, they're football fans going to enjoy the football. How much are they making us a day? And if they're not making us X, Y, Z, we need to be start pushing people out, either by rising ticket prices or selling, you know, packages to, to, to tourists or just basically opening up the Premier League has become so global and yeah. you know I think we, we, we talked about five minutes ago about you know the two the two European times now that they've put up the 5.55 and the 8 o'clock I was watching a game the other day that started at 5.55 and there were empty seats galore everywhere yeah. even the City game yesterday yeah. empty seats galore well you think about it we, we saw a study not that long ago that, uh, that was released and it was said about how much of the Premier League club's income is actually down to ticket prices. It's it's practically negligible. It's almost not even worth talking about as a, as an income stream these days, because you get so much more from TV revenue. So it's it's kind of an afterthought. It's and it should never be that way. But at the same time, when you if you if you sort of take the cynicism away from it, that should actually allow clubs to be inclusive, to understand that you know they they need to be providing a set you know a. a, a an amount of tickets that are for genuine fans who 
don't have huge sums of money they need to be providing tickets for you know for the for the tourists and all that kind of stuff that's that's a given they need to be provided providing tickets for their corporate members and all that sort of stuff but you can be inclusive you can include all of those people but the trouble is at the moment the push is to is to kind of exclude the cheaper end of that market and i don't see why you would do that given how little the ticket price how, how much of a factor though is palace being in london it's because you know i mean how many tourists do you get up at huddersfield yeah not so many I'll, I'll give you that i'm not sure how many human beings you actually get in huddersfield um i'm not gonna question that <laughs> they, were, they were an interesting bunch yorkshire 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 <laughs> <coughs> but right you, you're absolutely right you know um and and i know well we see it there's there's a selection of seats that are in the arthur weight stand that go out to a specific company to sell as package deals and we we see we can see who those people are every week because they've got a half and half scarf on a massive camera massive camera on on the end of a selfie stick (laughs) taking pictures of chips (laughs) exactly that and dead pigeons (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, do you know what i mean a lot of football fans have a problem with those type of people i don't if they're people who are gonna go away and be palace fans because i I love people being Palace fans, and I don't care how they started. I don't. It doesn't have to start as you know they got it got it from their parents, and they never had a choice. Because um, that's almost that's almost sounds like child abuse sometimes. But when it's but when it's someone who's just made that conscious effort to go and see a Palace game, and they fell in love with the atmosphere. Okay. F- All right. Fine. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. What if Crystal Palace are playing Manchester City or Manchester United or Liverpool, and that cl- that packaged operator has sold tickets to them? And reality, they're they're buying you know all the Palace gear and all that, but that's because they they have no other option. There's not exactly going to be a United megastore there selling United shirts, is there? They're going there. They're buying what they can and they're taking it back to wherever they come from because they're like, yes, we've been to a Premier League game and yes, we've seen Wilfred Zaha, yeah. but I don't know who the other fella is who plays in you know in goal for them i don't know who the center half is but oh my god we saw martial and rashford and all this bam 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 david silver leroy sane etc 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 yeah i'm not a fan of that i'll be honest i say i like like the people who are going to go away and have a and and get the palace bug if you like and want to come back and want to support their team irrespective of the fact they've just been traumatized by our stadium but the irony is a lot of these people are coming over the tourists for the atmosphere because they've seen palace on the tv and the fantastic kind of you know stadium kind of atmosphere and then they come over and at the moment they're not going to get what they're they're expecting to see no they're not they're not tim and uh that's that's another reason why it's such a shame isn't it yes you know you and i've said this before you know our support are so proud you know of of the noise that we make but they've got to fight for it now you made it you made a gesture at me and i haven't read no 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 i was i was was, was just putting to our producer outside yeah they have to fight for it you're certainly right uh villarreal and uh, rangers are fighting at the moment it's 2-2 between uh those two teams 94 minutes gone in the europa league chelsea still one nil up against POK salonica arsenal kick off at eight o'clock tonight we'll keep you across the uh, those games and and that game as well after eight tonight quarter to eight it's love sport Listening to LBC is like listening to someone read me the Obamacare bill. We don't have time for that. No time for that. Wrong. This 
is Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at aspokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with aspokesmansaid.com. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. If you see somebody showing any of the signs of a stroke, you don't have to think about it, you just dial 999. Use the fast test. F. Face. Has their face fallen on one side? Can they smile? A. Arms. Can they raise both arms and keep them there? S. Speech. Is their speech slurred? T. Time. Time to call 999 if you see any one of these signs. Act fast, make the call, dial 999. You love your sport. But it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Lifts are elevators. Tremendous. That gives me a lift. I mean an elevator. I mean, no. No one really knows. Really, really complicated. Love Sport. 558 AM. The Fans Show on Love Sport. With 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. 12 minutes to 8 o'clock. It's Love Sport. Good evening. Um, Let's play a game. Not where's Wally, but what's happened to Luca. We're here. Do you get it? Sort of. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't flow, does it? No, not quite. It's not. Sorry, Tim moved my microphone oh, cable sorry, there. Sorry. Come on, Tim, mate. He's just trying to sabotage. Have your own. Yeah, you've got your oh, own. Just Sorry, I was just trying to get it. Stop trying to sort kids out. Yeah, honestly. What's happened to Luca? <sighs> He's not the player he was last year, and it, I, I'm deeply worried about him. So, You're um, deeply worried? Yeah, he, he looks. I don't Are you tearing your hair out? Well. You can physically see me, and you know that I'm unable to do but that. You, I, I can imagine you like just getting like sleepless nights, and like just getting up, wandering the streets of, of yeah, Crawley, just thinking what, about Luca. Yeah, it's what happens, and you know, just emotional. Want, and if I want to tear my hair out, I have to get a pair of tweezers, and it has to be one by one, and there's not very many available. So, Fair play. Um, but I am actually in that place right now because he was. He was, you know, he was our captain fantastic last year, and he's been given the armband this year permanently. Uh, he's had a, this dispute, which I haven't even read too much about, with uh, with Serbia. Did he criticise criticise the manager or something for tactics? Yeah, tactics in the World Cup and being substituted himself, I think, and being left out for a game. 
he's made it quite public i think in the media that he's you know so perhaps yeah they were wrong decisions and obviously he's you know he's not going to be uh thanked for those comments or picked no. anytime soon is he so it just and I, you, you wouldn't have thought necessarily that that would have led to the to such a drop in form but clearly something's up because it so f- first and foremost what you could rely on him to do was to do a really good job screening in front of the, the defence. He was always full of energy, generally played the right pass, uh, Was never, no one was ever allowed to sort of pass it around him, um, and he just... He, he was like the replacement for Mele, wasn't he? Exactly. Perfect replacement. And, and everyone talked about it, you know, other than the fact that he was, he's, he's weaker in the air because he doesn't have the height that Mele had. Yeah. But everything else about him, he was better. This season... He just looks 20% less of a player. Yeah, and it can't just be the World Cup, surely, because there seems to be this thing with some players coming back that just haven't started the season, other than Hazard, who uh, <laughs> got off to a flyer. But, you know, can it be fatigue and, and the fact they didn't have a proper break over the summer and then obviously falling out with the manager and, you know, things not being right with his I think, home nation? But I think, yeah, I mean, he had three three weeks off like most of the guys did around the world, you know, who played at the World Cup. So you think you can't be fatigue. It could be the fact that he hasn't... Not fit. Yeah, he hasn't had that sort of extra couple of weeks with the team. But we're now five games into the season and he still looks way off the pace. Um, but it's, it's, it's basic errors creeping into his yeah. game as well. I mean, his distribution has just got so bad. Um, and even things as... Go, go back to sort of what happened at the Huddersfield game where Wilf made a sort of late challenge after he'd been hacked. And it was James MacArthur coming over and getting Wilf away out of trouble when before it was Luca, uh, who was straight over there doing the captain's job. So some, it, it just feels that he's, he's just lost that edge to his game. Um, you know, if I, if I have to say, I think the biggest factor is the loss of Johan Kabay next to him. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing that's missing in terms of what was consistent last season, wasn't it? Yeah. So... Um, I mean I just think of that Watford game when they scored that goal where they just broke through the middle and he just sort of gave up he just didn't even put a challenge in and that's just so unlike him not to but I mean, well, yeah, when when they were passed as well, he, he just, he, like you say, he didn't, didn't even sort of turn and, and chase. If that had been last season, he'd, yeah. have, he'd have got his head down and sprinted back. But it's almost like, like you say, he can't be bothered. It's that kind of too much effort. Yeah. Um, do, do you want the stat attack? Oh, yeah. please, mate. I've got the stat attack. Again, I wish we had like some, you know, AC synthesizer, like power ballabies. Let's have that arranged for next week, please, Paddy. Stat attack. Unloveable. You've got double thumbs up from that. Um, so, yeah, five appearances for Luca. He's experienced two wins, three losses. Um, he's got 100% shooting accuracy, though. Has he? Yeah. Has he had a shot? Is that one out of one? Two shots on target. Two shots, okay. <laughs> two shots, two shots on target. Uh, he's never hit the woodwork. He's never missed a big chance. Never. Uh, he hasn't scored so far this season. Uh, no yellow cards, no red cards, but 11 fouls. That first stat, the no yellow cards, that's, that's that shows worry. you. That's a worry. That sh- he should have a three by now. Yeah. However, in team play, he's, he's made 255 passes, averaging 51 passes a game, created two big chances, 22 crosses, a 45% cross accuracy, no through balls, oh. 20 right. accurate long balls though. Okay. Yeah. In defense, it's uh, 12 tackles, he's got a tackle success rate of 67%, zero block shots, seven interceptions, 10 clearances, five headed clearances, 20 recoveries, whatever that means. 
Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he, and this is this is my, my go on. You want to interject? I was just going to say this is the point when you said defense. That's the point, Paddy, where the wah wah guitar needs to start in the stat attack music. Paddy's not here. Disney. No, turn around. Look. <laughs> now, how's that happened? Exactly. How did, you, how did no, you change? No, no one actually knows. He, he, he just looks a bit different now. Uh, duels. Now, this is my the least favourite yeah, word okay, in football. Yeah. Duels won 22. Duels lost 27. Oh. Well, I would say the duels lost column there is a surprise. And that's that should not be for Luca. Guess how many successful 50-50s he's had? Um, in five games? Yeah. Five? None. Oh dear. Six aerial battles won, five aerial battles lost. But, this is the most important one, zero errors leading to a goal. Yeah, that, that, I'll dispute well, that immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Watford would have been an I error. I suppose di- directly, isn't it? That's how you, yeah. how you measure it. Did, did, we get a, did we get a passing accuracy in that? Yeah, there was a passing accuracy. 67%. Uh, well, no, there was, but we could, we could probably do the maths, um, to be fair, because he's he's played 255 passes uh, in those games, in, in five games, 51 passes uh, per match. And, um, yeah. How many were successful? That's the problem. It's, it's not actually saying. Terrible, terrible stat attack. But thanks to the Premier League for those stats. Yeah, cheers, Premier League. Well, I think we'll, we'll check out Squawker, though, see if we can get a pass uh, <laughs> percentage. There you go. Th- thanks thanks to the PL for those stats. Yeah. Uh, who changes things up in midfield? Of course, James McArthur's on a new deal, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. They made and, a bit, big thing about it on socials. And he deserves it. And I, every week I start, <laughs> I call for him to be replaced by Max Mayer. But every week I regret it as soon as I see him play because... He's the, he's the one who doesn't let the standards drop. He's consistent, isn't he? I think yeah. he's probably our most consistent player over the last couple of seasons, yeah. I'd, I'd argue. Without without a doubt. Without a doubt at all. Uh, I still think, with the greatest respect to him, that, that he is li- limited, and perhaps more limited than play, uh, Palace fans will give credit for. Because we like a trier. We like someone who gives their absolute all every game, and that's without question what you get from James McArthur. Uh, I'm just delighted he'll be with us uh, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, because no, he's definitely earns it. You know, even if he's coming off the bench, the guy is is just it's just always full of running and just committed in everything that he does. And I just think perhaps if Luca just took a look at him and just thought, you know what, if I can match that that level of energy every game, um, I'll find my form back. You know, in, just, just you know as quick as you like because that's what it is. That's what that's what we're looking for. Would you stick with Luca? Not at the moment, no. No, I mean, I, I want to see the midfield change. Um, but I don't think we've actually signed a player who can do that to play Luca's role. I think if you put MacArthur in that role, you weaken MacArthur. I think if you put Jake Coyote in that role, you weaken Coyote. He's probably the closest you're going to get there, unless you bring Riedervald yeah. in. I don't think he's going to do that, is he? No, 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 exactly. I think Riedervald, you're right, is probably the only one who could play that role. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know how you, how you go about doing it. But, uh, like I said, I just feel... You know, like most people do, that I want to see Max Mayer given a chance to yeah. start for a consistent number of games because he's just got so much talent. I want yeah, to see he's it. A top, he's, see a, it. he's a top draw player, isn't he? Yeah, he really yeah, is. Maxie. He really, really is. Uh, you guys are top draw as well. That's why we're going to have another hour of uh, of Palace chat. And we're going to be talking about mangoes in the next hour. I mean, Hambo <laughs> wants to talk about mangoes. I don't know what it's all about. Trust me, it's one of his random ones. We'll be talking about him next. It's Love Sport. 
The dishonest media is about to give you some news. So long as it's not fake news and you're making me in a positive light, that I can tell you. Love sport. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peace Haven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. FanHub, the new app that rewards fans. Yes, you've heard it right. If you support your team, FanHub will support you. Simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture. It records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated. FanHub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber, Just Park and Amazon. Download FanHub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. FanHub, fan loyalty, rewarded. 1.76 seconds it's over in a flash this is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device money worth spent don't you think mark pritchard chief brand officer of procter and gamble the world's biggest advertiser has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency so digital media stick your algorithms up your anyway radio is different the average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week your potential customers are listening right now grow your business with love sport radio we're just like defining uh, what mangoes are you know just just during this break i mean and i've said there's there's two types of mangoes there's like asian mangoes and there's british mangoes yeah i mean that's there's already, a big difference mate that's already big ro- difference rocked my world and tim just said they're sweet aren't they it's a fruit so i don't think tim's gonna understand either tim hasn't got a clue i've had an apple of mango j2o if that counts a j- carry on yeah. anyway it's love sport radio bringing you the crystal palace fan show with back of the nest we're back and there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. After your eight o'clock news, oh. 
from 5.58am online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, the wife of the Westminster Bridge terror attacker has told an inquest she can't believe she was married to someone that's evil. Khaled Massoud's widow has been giving evidence at the Old Bailey. She's also apologised to his victims, telling them she wishes she'd been more vigilant. Theresa May's insisted her Brexit plans the only serious proposal on the table after meeting EU leaders in Austria. She's been hitting back after European Council President Donald Tusk claims it wouldn't work. If there are concerns from the European Union, Let's hear what those concerns are and let's sit down and look at those concerns. But what we need to ensure is that at the end of the day, the deal that comes out of this is one that delivers for the British people. But the Prime Minister says she'll bring forward new ideas on handling trade over the Irish border. The boss of the prison service has been told to stand down just days after thousands of staff walked out of jails across England and Wales. Michael Spur will leave the job next year. Windy weather's beginning to blow in across the UK again this evening. The Met Office is warning Storm Broner could cause disruption overnight and for tomorrow's morning rush. The Duchess of Sussex has been joined by her mum as she launched a charity cookbook in aid of Grenfell Tower victims. Megan has written the foreword for the book, which features dishes from women affected by last year's blaze. Speaking at an event she's hosted at Kensington Palace, the Duchess said it was a community effort. When you get to know the story of the recipe... You get to know the person behind it. And that's what we're talking about in terms of coming together to really engage and talk and to be able to celebrate what connects us rather than what divides us. Sport in the Europa League, Rangers have secured an impressive 2 all draw at Spanish side Villarreal. Scott Arfield and Carl Lafferty got the goals for Steven Gerrard's team. Chelsea beat Power Salonica 1-0 in Greece. Arsenal against Ukrainian team Volkskler Poltava and Celtic at home to Norway's Rosenberg are just about to kick off. That's the latest. I'm Annie Green. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Good evening. This is Love Sport Radio bringing you your Crystal Palace fan shot hamburger. You look like you've just been blown away. Yeah, you were just quite loud there for a second. It woke me, woke me right up. It's because you know what it is? Th- those cans on the other side, like, are used by different people. And yeah, maybe yeah. the person who used them before you was just, just maybe needed them up a bit. A little bit deaf, you think? Martin Jeff. It was Curbs, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the man whose water you once drank. <laughs> I feel, I, yeah, yeah, that was that was curly. I, was. Fe- I feel like uh, I feel like Paddy's now turned them right up. He has. 
he's, a he's horrible, properly jacked them up now. That was the that was the best thing one day when he was just sitting there, just starts drinking a glass of water, and it was Kerbish. <laughs> <and water. laughs> and he was like, I don't know what to do with myself. He just felt like you know when you eat something you don't like, and he's like running around trying to get it out, and, and Curly's just sitting there laughing. <laughs> Uh, of all the things to do, eh? Curbs uh, is water. There you go. Well, so yeah. So guys, mangoes, right? <laughs> well, yeah, let me just introduce the show. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, good evening. It's Love Sport Radio bringing you the Crystal Palace fan show. We're back of the nest. My name is Aaron Paul. He is Tim. Yeah, Tim Warren. Tim Warren. Timbo. Timbo. Oh, oh, often mistaken physically for Gareth Southgate. Yeah. He's just smiling. It looks even more there. Yeah, Do I? Know. Where's your waistcoat? There's some waistcoats out there if you They're want. They're out of fashion now, I think. That was so last summer. <laughs> and <laughs> you signed any autograph? Sorry, sorry. Anyway, Timbo's there. Hambo's over there. Paddy's outside yeah. on the other side of the glass. You want to talk about mangoes? Yeah, I want to talk about mangoes. I mean, it, it, look, it's it's love sport. Seven seven to nine p.m. We've just gone past eight o'clock news. It's time to talk about mangoes, right? Is and this the pre-watershed watershed? <laughs> exactly. And then you introduced, you said, I want to talk about... I don't want to talk about mangoes. I need to talk about mangoes. So, I've, I've started doing a bit of cookery, right? <laughs> okay, so I'm getting one of those one of those recipe boxes every week. And I get f- like three recipes in it. So this week, one of those recipes included a mango, right? Don't think too much of it. I'd seen them in the shops. I've eaten mango before. You know, it's not a surprise to me, Aaron. You know, I, I, I know mangoes exist. So, anyway, the recipe card. Come down, come down to step three of the recipe card. Peel and de-stone mango. Yep. You don't just say that to someone who's never peeled and de-stoned a mango. I, I, you know what? I thought it was a simple instruction. Okay, so I began... <laughs> there's a bed here. I began peeling a mango. So I got my paring knife, like you do. <laughs> what, my, what knife? My paring knife. What's that? It's a short, sharp knife. A paring knife. A paring knife. Is that what it's actually called? Yeah, man. What's that? What's that mean? Pairing. Just pairing. For pears. Yeah, <laughs> 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 for pears or mangoes. So anyway, I'm taking, I'm, you know, just taking the skin off the old mango. It's going well. Now, de-stone mango. Have you seen a stone in a mango? Yeah. Because I hadn't prior to deep being... No, 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 it, no, it isn't. And that is where you're wrong. That is what I thought I was dealing no, with. No, it's not a cricket ball. A cricket ball's an avocado one. Correct. Yeah. I'm thinking big, fleshy, sweet avocado here when I'm, when I'm going to de-stone this mango. So, I get the, so I've got the knife and I'm trying to cut, cut it in half so I can open it out and take the stone out. Yeah. But it's just not happening. All I'm doing is gradually squashing bits of mango and shooting mango juice everywhere because I can't cut it in half down any angle. Why, Aaron... I need an answer from you now. Why is a mango stone a big flat stone that is the, the effectively the size of the entire mango fruit? What colour was the mango? Green. Okay. Green on the outside. That's exactly why. Orange on the inside. But I, I don't deal with those mangoes, so you're gonna have to pass it to a different department because <sighs> I eat Asian mangoes, which are actually like orangey yellow, and they're they're like a whole different ball game, pal. I had no idea. I had no idea that there were different mangoes. I was about to I was about to ask producer Paddy to chime in. Paddy, you're gonna chime I'm, in I've on that? I've just realised he's from Ireland and has never seen a mango. I would know what a banana is, never mind a mango. <laughs> <laughs> so my only hope's Tim, and Tim said earlier on, I've had an apple and mango J2O. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with Aaron, just the Asian ones I've had. 
My word. I mean, you know, considering Nav is your pal, I'm surprised he hasn't like enlightened you into like the two different types of mangoes. I'll tell you what, I'm eating him for meeting him for lunch tomorrow. Oh, and I'm gonna dear. give him what for about mangoes. I think you should. The worst thing is is like the mango season is over. So we can't even get you like a sample. Wait, does no. a mango season? Yeah, especially for the ones from back home. <laughs> yeah. They're 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 like from a certain month to a certain month, and yeah. Otherwise. How many games are in the mango season? Thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's like it's like you know one of those like really bad tournaments like the <laughs> International Champions Cup. Well, in in the fixture, Hambo versus Mango, ma- the Mango definitely won. How All did right? the recipe come along in the end? It was delicious. What was delicious? It? it was a uh, it was sticky sesame salmon. On a bed of rice with with mango, very nice. That's gentrification. If I've ever Ambo, seen if it. you could cook that you. for any QPR or not QPR Crystal Palace player, what uh, Palace player uh, would you I cook would for? cook that for past or present. Uh, past or present? So you, you, I mean, past. I'd like to confuse Attilio Lombardo with it. Um, but present, I think probably Johnny Williams. I think he needs a boost. You know, he started the pre- did, did well in pre-season, but he seems to have drifted out of the equation. Not right Benteke. Now. No, he'd have to prove he deserves my mango um, salmon I creation. Mean, this is actually such a good question because obviously everyone's seen the article about um, about Angola Kante turning up at a fan's house. Yes, having a curry with a fan. Did, did, did you see that? Too? No, I didn't see so that. So on Saturday, Angola Kante was planning to head back to France. He missed his train from Saint Pancras after the game. And then decided, hey, I might as well go to the mosque. So he went yeah. to the mosque, went for a quick prayer, and then some of the lads saw him. They were there praying as well. They said, look, do you, you know, do you want to come and have dinner with us? We're going to go home and have a dinner. Yeah, watch you match know, of the day, didn't they? So there's literally no just way. a picture of him sitting there eating a chicken curry, then watching match of the day, watching himself a match of the day, and then have, he, they'll just like surprise. Like, he even had a cup of tea with us just after, just you know, <laughs> amazing. So the question is, what would you cook? If you if you met a palace player in the street, one who would it be, and two, what would you cook them? Well, I'd have to cook them a roast dinner because that's all I'm good at. Okay, that's so, that's right. You know, all the trimmings. Carl, quick, quick, quick diversion. Can you very quickly tell me how you do your roast potatoes? Oh, <laughs> well, because you know, there's a way. I boil them. Yeah, so good. Par- parboil. Parboil. About 20, 20 yeah. minutes. Okay. So they're nice and fluffy. All right. Just, it's very. You've got to do them when they're not quite going to collapse on you. Yeah. And turn into mashed potato. Yeah, but yeah, you need yeah. to get that fluffiness. And then I uh, preheat the tray with a bit of uh, bit of oil. Do you know he's done all right? I and mean, then, we, the use the old Mary Piper potatoes. Yeah. They, are, they are best for roasting. But you, yeah. you have missed out the step. You shake them. Right. Oh, and I shake them. Okay, yeah, good. I do I shake them. Th- I think there's a potato expert behind you. Once <laughs> of, course, of course there is. Oh, Sorry, yeah, Ben. I'm Irish, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Kerr Pinks, they're lovely. You know, obviously they're only in Kerry, where I'm from, like, but beautiful, beautiful, fluffy potatoes. So he's going on about where he's from, and he just can't stop. I'm proud. Well, I'm loud and proud. Bring me some potatoes and we'll talk. Anyway, yeah. who, 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 well, so who would it be? I'll, I'll, who would you like to bump into the street? Well, in the street, Susan? I think I need to bump into Luca and find out what's going on. That. I love it. That would be the solution to Luca. Whip him round for a roast Tim, dinner. Tim That's some of my roast, roast potatoes. Yeah. Shay Tim. Yeah. He's welcome any time in Folkestone. Show him all your medals, your running medals. <laughs> yeah, happy to do that. You know. Well, I'm, well I, I'm going to write to the club and ask for that to happen, first and foremost. So, Hamba, who would you like to meet first and foremost? Oh, Obviously, yeah. you said Johnny Williams before, but, you know, I'd let you re, re yeah, think yeah, things, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. Who so would you invite back to the cave? <laughs> Back to the cave. I mean, if, I, if I'm going down Tim's route of uh, trying to repair damaged players, I think I might have to go back to your suggestion of Christian Benteke. Mm. Uh, that was my suggestion, not Aaron's suggestion. So, sorry. Sorry, Paddy. <laughs> At least give me something, guys. I'll give you that, all right? 
Um, listen, you know, a lot of people were saying stuff. That's, it's hard to keep track sometimes. Uh, but I think I'd take Christian Benteke and uh, I'd take him over and I'd probably cook him... I think probably an aromatic duck. Uh, you know, with the, with the old pancakes and hoisin. And I think once we'd once we'd eaten our way through an entire duck, I think we'd probably be. I think he'd be a lot happier. I, that, I I'd love that even. You know, yeah. I, I need to be taken in and put my armour on. <laughs> Fair enough, Paddy. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll what pop. about Roy Hodgson? Uh, I think we'll, he he would be terrified at the concept of crispy duck, wouldn't he, Roy? He'd probably prefer my, my roast potatoes. Mash. <laughs> B- bangers and mash. Oh, I love my bangers and mash. Oh, it's, see, you've got Paddy doing that impression now uh, of of Roy. It's a very bad one. <laughs> very bad. That's, that's ten times myself, worse. <laughs> myself and Roy, we very much like to attend your dinner party. Wilfred Zaha played very well today. Well, ha- Hambo you, and, and Tim, you've certainly set the scene for seduction. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused by the, the music. It's it's worrying, isn't it? It's 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 a cross between like you know supermarket and elevator. romance and elevator. Here's the music that plays when I press the button in my bedroom, the, where the bed comes out of the wall. <laughs> I don't want to know that. Right. Uh, one man that certainly needs a bit of a, a, a pick me up is Connor Wickham, and we're going to be talking about him next on Love Sport. I'm so glad Kim Jong Un has decided on a new career move. Love sport. I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of the Russian Tourist Guide to the UK. Today, my comrades, I'm telling you about the world-famous chair museum in High Wycombe, Buckinghamshire. I have to say, it's the premium furniture museum in the world. It can't be beat. Mahogany, leather, plastic, they have it all. And I'd be so surprised at how big their collection is. I could spend hours looking at these chairs. My friend Alexander and I love England almost as much as we love chairs. Because, of course, we are tourists. Until next time, Torsvidanya. Love sport. I like a drink as much as the next guy. Unless that next guy is Ant McPartland. Love Sport, 558 AM. Yeah, Love Sport Radio. We're looking and, uh, well, we're going to be looking ahead to the Newcastle uh, game this weekend very, very shortly. But first and foremost, let's talk about Connor Wickham. He's had some shocking injuries, let's be fair. Um, but Hambo, you've simply put on today's running order. Will Connor Wickham play again? Yeah, um... Because we we did mention it briefly last week, and so there's there's been a detectable irritation in Roy's voice when he's been asked about Connor Wickham of late, um, and I would equate it to what happened last season. There was a spell where Sacco was Mama Sacco was unavailable, um, was passed fit by the club's doctors, but was taking himself out of contention because he was still feeling pain in his calf, and essentially what happened it, it was the scar tissue from an old injury it just irritating the new injury if you like but he was just psychologically he didn't seem that he was able to play and basically Roy came out in the press and effectively attacked him for it um, so we've basically just seen him almost do the same for Connor Wickham now as I understand it Connor Wickham is currently back running and back sort of training with the team again but he's already had I think this pre-season he's already had two injuries 
Uh, he hasn't played meaningfully. He's started a football match in over two years. Um, so my question, Tim, is... Are we, well, first of all, is Conor Wickham ever going to play for Palace again? What do you think? Mm-hmm. And second of all, you know, is, is, is there any coming back from this if you, if you just keep getting injured? Well, I was thinking about this walking to the station tonight and I nearly twisted my ankle whilst thinking about it, which is probably <laughs> a sign. Um, he's been very unfortunate. And like you say, now it is a mental thing as well as a, a physical thing. Um, in terms of playing for Palace... I just can't see it happening this season in that when's he going to get the game time? Because the only way he's going to get fit and back to where he was um, when he scored in that cup semi-final when he was at his peak for Palace. Yeah. To get to that stage, it took him many weeks of playing, week in, week out, to get back into the groove and, you know, to be that player that he was. And I just don't see how we could even afford to to give him that time because he's not going to get that playing under 23 games. No, no, you're right. So, and, you know... The cups are limited in terms of how many games we're going to play in that, uh, and I, you know, I think the Premier League is brutal in terms of when a player is not fit. The only way they can get fit is playing games in the Championship. You get away with playing games and playing them through it, but you can't do that in the Premier League. So yeah, I, I agree with that. And so part of me thinks the only way we're going to see him see him is if he's on loan at another team yeah. trying to get game time, but. Clearly, a fit Conor Wickham is the striker that we need, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, it'd be the ideal. He, he's, you know, he's he's tall, so he's, he's got you got the height aspect, so you can play long ball to him if you want. He's incredibly mobile. He's got a bit of pace about him. Um, if we if we go back to the the game that shall not be mentioned, uh, where we played a certain team in a certain cup final, and a certain referee disallowed a certain goal. But if you go back to how... What do you want to buy? <laughs> <laughs> but if you go back to how he put, how he scored that goal, yeah. which was obviously showing immense strength, yeah. And yeah. good skill, great finishing ability, yeah. only for some reason it not to count. Um, <laughs> basically, you, uh, you, that's everything that we want in a striker. But like you say, when's it going to happen? No. You know, it's, it's frustrating to have the exact right player that you need, yet you can't see any way forward for him to actually play for you yeah I mean perhaps the only hope is it happened with Glenn Murray didn't it when he got injured and then again he couldn't come back into our team went out on loan yeah and it, and it took a drop down to the championship for yeah. him to finally get enough game time to but he, he kind of proved a few people wrong and he still is doing that to be fair well he did but uh, oh dear you know that's, that's I know a, it's that's an old a can of worms isn't it it but is but he got himself fit again yeah got himself sharp by playing in the championship and then well, it's just, I mean, some people just can't let go of that. But, I mean, but obviously he, as you quite rightly pointed out, he left to go to Bournemouth, couldn't get in their team. Correct. And then it took it took a long while for him to actually find a club who was bad enough, Brighton, to actually play him every week. Yeah. And then he found his form again. I've slightly, <laughs> I've added opinion to that, but you know what I mean? That is, I, and I think perhaps that's that's the future for Conor Wickham as well. But what frustrates, what really frustrates me is why I wanted to bring it up this week, is uh, I'm reading online opinions about it, and people are angry at Conor Wickham. You know, they're, they're angry at Conor Wickham, saying, oh, he's picking up a wage, he's doing, you know. He wouldn't choose to be sitting, it's like, not playing football. Yeah, it must be driving the guy absolutely insane. OK, yeah, I'm sure the whatever many grand a week it is is, is, a, is some comfort, but that's, it's not his fault, is it? No, I, and I'm sure he's had many setbacks as well by being too eager and too keen to get back and try and prove a point and then doing another injury. Absolutely right. But so, so, no, I think, um, 
let's say for me it's a it's a real shame but it's a, it is a massive shame he's, he's you know but i, I i've been honest i'm actually i'm desperate for him to prove everybody wrong it'd be it would be really fitting it'd be so palace for him to sort of come back out of nowhere towards the end of the season firing the goals that i don't know send us to europe what do you reckon word of overs yeah <laughs> yeah so there you go aaron thinks we're going to be in europe as well yeah Wales. Uh, right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at some of the uh, Europa League scores, selected Europa League scores, because there are plenty to go through. Uh, it, in Group A, it's currently, this is a shock, shock game. Shock game. Ludogorets Razagrad 1, Bayer Leverkusen 0. Well, hang on a second there. Exactly. Where are the first team from exactly? Ludogorets, uh, somewhere in Ru- Russia. Ludogorets. Yeah, uh, something in Bulgaria. There you go. Razagrab, Bulgaria. Uh, but they currently lead by Leverkusen by a goal to net. Finished in Group J, Sevilla 5, Standard Liège 1. Uh, Ren 2, FK Jablonic 1. Dynamo Kiev 2, FC Astana 2. Uh, in finish in Group L, uh, MOL Vidi 0, Bate Borisov 2. And of course, POK Salonika 0, Chelsea 1. In Group B, it's currently Celtic 0, Rosenborg 0. And the Red Bull Derby, the generic energy drink derby. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, any of you purchase any of these products? Um, I not, not Well, sometimes the sugar-free version, I guess. Fan. But no... They do bad things to my stomach. Mm. <laughs> Let's just leave it that way. I've had them on a night out, vodka Red Bulls, to get you kind of up and going again. Tim um, on his night, nights out down in to wake you up. Yeah. After the J2Os are going for the old... Uh, out there impressing, yeah, um, impressing the girls, pretending to be Gareth Southgate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we know, we know he's up to. Anyway, it's the generic energy drink derby uh, between RB Leipzig and FC Red Bull Salzburg. Nil-nil wow. uh, there. Uh, Copenhagen, nil. Zenit St. Petersburg, nil. Slavia Prague, nil. Bordeaux, nil. Uh, Dynamo Zagreb, one. Fenerbahce, nil. Arsenal, nil. Vorskla, Poltava nil, Sporting Lisbon nil, Carabag nil was the other scoreline currently in that group. By the way, Arsenal apparently loads of empty seats at the Emirates tonight. Yeah, ah, there would That's be. No surprise, is it? It's rainy. It's gusty. What kind of a team they put out? Anything? Anything exciting about it? Well, we have the team here. Wow. That's so fast. Jay Leno, the uh, talk show guy. Is that him? Yep. Uh, Lick Steiner holding Socrates, Monreal, Elneny, Torreira, Mkhitaryan, Iwobi, Welbeck and Aubameyang. Aubameyang needs to find his shooting boots as well. You'd expect that team to be uh, to be put in... Uh, a few parts. A, f- yeah. a, f- a few, yeah. A few parts. Especially at home. Yeah, especially with the uh, the class of opponent as well. In Group F, F91 Dudelange, nil. AC Milan, nil. Currently. Do you know uh, F91? I don't. Dudeland, like Dudeland. Uh, they're, well, they're they're Luxembourgish, are they? Yeah, F ninety one Dudelange. That's their um, that's their name. They're uh, managed they're, by Dino Topmoller. They're my new second team. Son of Klaus Topmoller. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Son of Klaus Dino, uh, but they uh, are found, were founded in ninety one. Hence the name F ninety one. Founded ninety one Dudelange. Uh, elsewhere, Olympiakos nil, Real Betis nil, uh, and it finished Rapid Vienna two, Spartak Moscow nil, Villarreal two, Rangers two, Lazio two, Apollon Limassol one, Marseille losing to Eintracht Frankfurt tonight. Marseille one, Eintracht Frankfurt two. Did anyone see that amazing Dimitri Payet goal? No. Oh yes, sorry. yes, I did. Oh, You're quite right. Yeah. What a goal! Uh, Besiktas three, Sarpsborg 08 one. 
Uh, and, and those are your scores in the Europa League. You know? What's going on there? How many of those teams did you make up? <laughs> yeah, that's a very, very good question. Uh, on the way back, we're going to you know, preview the game at the weekend. Palace, mm-hmm. Newcastle, it's a big, big one. A club in somewhat crisis, Newcastle United. We're going to get the opposition view from Oli Klink around half past eight. We've got seven OTBs coming up, plus just some random, ra- random chit-chat. You know what it's like. It's the Palace Fan Show. We're back in the next. It's Love Sport. They kept talking about checkers. I told her I was more a Monopoly kind of guy. I've never gone to jail. The Fan Show on Love Sport. With 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Lost Tablers is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year, the Lost Tablers donated over 4 million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more to see how you can get involved, visit lowestabulars.com. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes i have to tell you crystal palace spectacular really great shiny love sport love sport with 7otb.com predict seven results win seven figures yeah gotta look ahead to that big game at fortress Celeste. yep this weekend you're buzzing for it uh very much so yeah looking forward to it an awful lot i think uh it's a good time to be playing newcastle little bit of disruption there and they haven't started the season particularly well seems to be there that's their mo really isn't it they have a little little poor start to the season a little bit of a sulk up to the january transfer window what happens there happens there then everyone settles down and says well we've got what we've got let's all pull together and they sort of finish the season all right that's their standard thing yeah they've got um they've got some sort of crisis going on at the moment despite mike ashley you know spending money on the team he's bought in players everyone just seems to again be against him but then again they've been against him for 10 years yeah yeah I, ever I mean, since he got rid of keegan i mean he's 
we, we've seen it ourselves we've got a very very good chairman you know someone who's looked after our club an awful lot but the demands they never stop you know you, you, you can never rest on your laurels and say well look i did all that good so you know for do you know what this time around i'm not going to spend x amount of money on this thing or i'm not going to let the fans do this or that because i don't think it's the right time and all of a sudden you know you're, you're you're the bad guy in spite of what you've done in the past so i think mike ashley's problem is that he decided to run newcastle the way he wanted to run it in that if they wanted to spend any money they'd have to generate it themselves beyond a certain point uh and that you know they would they would certainly operate within their means and he wasn't going to keep pumping his own personal cash into the club to meet the aspirations of the fan base and you're onto a loser there because they're a they're a club that look at themselves as a very very big club because they've got a massive ground they've got a fanatical support um, and they believe that they are better than they are in, in fairness do they have delusions of grandeur Newcastle fans they, they do to a point and, and I think it's overplayed a little bit because there are plenty of Newcastle fans that I've met when I've gone up there to games who are very realistic and understand exactly who they are and what they are uh, and they get very frustrated with that tag but I think as a group they are prone to shall we say sort of emotional reactions to stuff um, because of they certainly can be interpreted as delusions of grandeur. Have I, have I got out of that quite well there, Tim? Yeah, I think you have, if you've got a Newcastle Pol- friend. Yeah, pol- politician's friend. answer. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Well done, Tim. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll take it Benitez is still there, is he? <laughs> yeah, been, <laughs> I mean, been paying close attention of you. Well, I'm amazed that he's, th- there's not more loud noises, to be honest. Yeah. Because he can't be a happy man, because, you know, he's worked wonders there, and... And it doesn't look like he's he's ever been able to get his targets in the transfer market, and you know, and like but they say, still sign players. This isn't Charlton Athletic where you know your owner is taking away water from the the kids. You know, this <laughs> is a case of you know he's gone out, he's signed actual players. They bought in Solomon Rondon, who I'm sure would you take Rondon at Palace? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. You know, and and part of me is thinking, you know, Mike Ashley, he's been criticised for his business interests, the fact that he's gone to buy House of Fraser and he's going to make a big profit on it. But what businessman truly went out there to make a massive loss and become broke? Exactly, he's not a Newcastle supporter, is he? I think he's a Tottenham fan, so you you shouldn't expect him to do anything other than what's best for himself, unfortunately. He bought in Um, Yoshinori Muto, Martin Dubravka, Solomon Rondon, Fabian Schaar's come in, Kennedy's come back on low, Federico Fernandez, a a defender's come in. They've spent money, man. This isn't a a club who, again, you've got to look at it, but fans are absolutely revolting against, uh, you know, Mike Ashley. It's uh, it's very easy from afar to look at it and criticise, right? Uh, and I will <laughs> because you know that I don't know what they're expecting as a supporter I, I don't know what more they think I think after 10 years you should be fairly settled in understanding what your owner is I think if he had a decent offer for that club it would happily sell it he's come out and I mean I don't even remember a few years ago when he said that he, he won't sell it unless they win a trophy yeah and it, but he included getting into Europe and the Champions League yeah, yeah. trophy and I was like right yeah generous. or, a, or a, rele- a relegation trophy or a, or a playoff you know. trophy do you reckon there's a chance they'll go down this season yes yeah I think there is yeah um I, don't, I think in terms of their squad they're good enough to stay up 
with, without a doubt with the, with the players they've got now and I, and I suspect that they'll do a bit of wheeling and dealing in January as well I, I'm not expecting them to go down but they're certainly one of the, the, the teams that are, are at risk um, where, where I'd put ourselves at the moment as well um, with how we've started the season yeah I mean they've got one point so far this season haven't they a yeah. nil-nil draw with Cardiff yeah, that's. I mean, that doesn't. That's not a good sign, is it? But I mean, again, I haven't micro, sort of microanalyzed their performances. I don't. I don't know if they're playing well and they've been unlucky, or they've been playing badly, and or even that they were. If they were lucky to get a point against Cardiff, I'm not so sure. Um, I think their best players from last year are still probably their best players this year, aren't they? I don't think. And Hossel is still not great. Let's be yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> mind you, we got. You know, when we've started the season when Benteke is our top striker and he's been awful, so I can't criticise too much there. But then I don't. That's the sort of thing when when you when you think about Newcastle uh, and their successes of the past, they've usually had some flair and verve about their attack and particularly their centre forwards. And that number nine shirt's become a bit of a poison chalice. Yeah, exactly. I think since since Big Al retired, there's not really been anyone as there. So. Yeah, difficult times for them, but uh, I'm not going to feel too much sympathy for them. No, you know? but, but let's get the opposition view next from uh, Ollie Kling. 8.32, it's last ball. I don't know how people are struggling to buy their own homes now. I have seven homes, and I've never struggled, especially with my father's small loan of a million dollars. The Score with James Sherwood and Richard Lee. Arsenal have a very demanding fan base as you know but I think the aim has got to be just to see some sort of progress and, and whether that means even finishing fifth you know it's progress but at the moment we're seeing the sort of rebuilding phase and, and we just need to be patient you know I'd like to see Arsenal break into the top four of course I would that has to be the aim I think you should aim for the very top but at this moment in time a realistic expectation is to make the top six get ourselves back into the Europa League and if we're going to make it into the Champions League then the Europa League seems our best bet at the minute Saturdays from 2.30 on Love Sport. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. I've got an acker for you. Fulham to beat Watford, Liverpool beat Southampton, Man U beat Wolves, City to win away at Cardiff, and Spurs bounce back with a win at Brighton. A tenner on the five-fold nets you £91.86p. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. I love when a centre-half brings it out from the back. I played centre-half a couple of years. And I love, bring, it I love bringing it out of the back, from the back. It was a, it was a real joy. Were you cultured? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was. I had a cultured right, cultured right foot. I did. I, I, <laughs> Technically gifted centre-back. Oh, I wouldn't... I, no, I, listen, in, in the standard I was playing, yes. Yes, I was basically technically gifted. Jewish footballers would sort of bow down to me. He is the new messiah. He's finally come back with his cultured right foot. Weekdays from 6.30am. 5.58am. Love Sport. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Yeah, before we get the opposition view, Arsenal have gone one goal ahead in the Europa League time this evening. And it's that man, it is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who has put them 1-0 up against Vorskla. 
uh, a big, big goal for him. He's needed to get back into the goals or Bamiang, and he has done so this evening. So, last already will be keeping you across uh, that tie as well as the others in the Europa League. But Pierre Emerick Bamiang has broken the deadlock at the Emirates. Let's talk to Ollie Click now, uh, football journalist and Newcastle United expert. Good evening, Ollie. Good evening, lads. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Thanks for joining us, pal. Um, I mean, look, you know, we've been sitting here for the past five or so minutes talking about the the, the Newcastle United debate about Mike Ashley, his Uh lack of investment. But from the outset, from someone who may not know anything and, and, you know, in terms of the situation itself, it looks like he's spent money. He's brought in Shah. He's brought in, you know, um, Yoshinori Muto. Uh, He's brought in Solomon Rondon, a player that, you know, Palace fans here would have loved but from a layman's point of view from someone who won't know exactly what's going on inside what can you tell us well I think you have to look at the the fees that he's paid for these players and most of them have come on loan uh Shah I think three million Muto the most expensive at nine million I think in the current climate that isn't going to get you the best footballs in the world so I think to say to spend money we're actually the third lowest in the table in terms of in terms of spend so I think it's slightly unfair. And actually, when you look back on it as well, Newcastle's record signing is still Michael Owen in 2006. And the closest club to that is, uh, is Cardiff, and, and that was in 2013 with Gary Medell. So when you look at it that way, it's, you can say they spent money, but it's where they spent it and how much they spent, which I think is the main issue with the Newcastle fans. Okay, and and in terms of the steps that the club's fans are taking to, you know, sort of revolt against them, we've seen these for the for the past mm. ten years. You know, ever since uh, the 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 second sacking of uh, of Kevin Keegan. Um, I mean, how likely is it that we could see Ashley sell up? You know, are there any talks for him to to potentially leave the club? What's going on? So essentially, there's there's a big stagnation at the club. And there has been for a while, and this is what frustrates the fans. I think people, a lot of people say that Newcastle fans get really irate at the fact they're not winning trophies and they're not top of the league. I would absolutely uh, refute that. that. That's not true at all. They just want a club that shows a bit of ambition. And what we get every single time in the transfer market is Ashley promising that he's going to give funds, particularly when we've had Rafa Benitez saying that he'll get every penny the club generates. And then he doesn't see that money. And he, he comes out himself and says, I don't know what's going on with the budget. And it's just so worrying each time. And he's in his last year of his contract as well. Um, in terms of Ashley leaving the club, now last year there was a, a bid from Amanda Stavely. So she represents PCP Capital Partners. They're worth about $31 billion. And it was hopeful that a deal was going to go through. The club was put up for sale. But then Ashley came out and said that he didn't want anything to do with uh, Mrs. Stavely. But she counteracted and said she was still interested. But since then, we haven't really heard anything. So... The, the issue is fans have been frustrated with Ashley for 10 years and nothing's happened so what they really need is someone to come in like Amanda Savely and just put in a good enough offer for Ashley to leave because it's become a completely toxic relationship do you, sorry uh, Chris speaking here mate um, do you see any way any way back from that what would what would Ashley have to do are you literally talking about because there's a lot of focus on certainly in, in what you're saying and I, believe me I don't understand but you're, you're talking a lot about um sums of money spent but is there not an argument that he's looking for value there, there is an argument that he's looking for value but the issue with that is if you remember in 2012 Newcastle had that fantastic season a bit of a freak they came fifth yeah. under Alan Pardew and he thought he'd cracked it because they got a load of value signings such as Denver Bar 
uh, Johan Kubai, and because of that, they had a fantastic season. But after that, the TV money came in, and so all the clubs caught up, and Newcastle's model of going for value was just complete, it, it completely capitulated because all the clubs could afford these players as well, or they could afford to pay for better players. Yet Newcastle weren't willing to put the money in, as we can see from the fact that they're, as I say, the record signing still 2006. They weren't willing to put the money on the line, and that resulted in a, in a second relegation. I think Hambo's only talking about value because of uh, the sports star Retlink, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, 20 pairs of socks for four quid, you can't really go wrong, can you? Um, <laughs> let's look at that game. I mean, what are the fans thinking, uh, uh, you know, a trip down to London, a trip to Crystal Palace, who, who have, let's be fair, um, you know, not performed to their, their capabilities yet of ground at results, Palace. Yeah. Um, no. What, what, what do you think Newcastle are expecting when they come down there? And, and how do you th- see things going? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm actually going to the game, my first ever away game, so I'm really, really excited. Uh, but I, it's an interesting one. I think, as most teams will say, the difficulty is going to be Wilf uh, Zaha it, because he is just a league above um, many, many of the teams, and I always think it's unfair to say that a team, a player, is better than a team. But in this case, he is just that good. Um, in terms of the result, I think they've they've grinded out. They've lost two one basically to all the uh, all the top. Um, they played four out of the top six and lost two one to all of them. I have to say that sometimes in those performances where they have been absolutely dire, but at times they've they've turned it on a bit. They've actually got. A strangely good record against Crystal Palace as well. I think Palace have only won one in the last ten in the league, um, and I think also Benitez has won two and drawn one against them so far. So I don't know if that that will be something that plays in their favour as well. But it would it will certainly be a tough game, and I'd probably expect Benitez to play five at the back to try and deal with the threat of Zaha. So, so sorry. So you've been losing two one quite a few times this season. Have yeah. you, has it just been a case of just being that unlucky? You know, have you been in these games and, and just had a bit of bad luck in front of goal? Or um, there, there's, a, there's a bit of that, and I think also there's been a bit of complacency, especially with passing. I think certainly when John Joe Shelby hasn't been on the on the field, there is a complete lack of ideas. So I think with him coming into the starting lineup, hopefully this weekend, that will give a bit of a burst into the team, uh, and they could could get a bit of a surprise because I think that a lot of people would would put Palace's favourites in this one. Um, I have to say as well, I think surprisingly, Hosselu has done really well. He's, I think got a couple of goals uh, and he's actually, for the most part, keeping Rondon out of the team. But I, I, as a fan, I would like to see a bit more of Solomon Rondon as well. Who are your, your danger men uh, that Palace need to watch out for? Certainly Shelby. Uh, it, it just he, he is the, the creative um, heart of the team. Uh, and as, yeah, I'd also say Kennedy. He's come under a lot of fire at the start of the season, but on his day is a fantastic player. Uh, so I think if he turns up, he's just just had a strange start to the season, and especially I think after that Cardiff game when he missed the penalty in the last minute, yeah. uh, <laughs> there were all sorts of stats about his passing and and, and things like that. But um, I think also yeah, one to watch out for is Kennedy. Okay, and. Um so you, you mentioned Hosselu there's got a couple of goals, um, but has he won over the fans? And you know, are we assuming he's gonna? I mean, because obviously he's not got a great mm. reputation. Um, no, no. And how do you, uh, how do you see him faring against our centre back partnership of Tompkins and Sacco have done so well? 
Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's certainly a good point. I can't see him doing too well, but he certainly seems a bit sharper than he did last season. Um, but that is, as you say, you know, one of the strengths of Palace is those two burly centre-backs. So it might be that a Solomon Rondon would be a better choice up front just to give them a bit more strength, a bit more ease of holding up the ball, which could be quite vital, uh, and then maybe play it off to the pacey wingers. Um, is, is it, is it going to be uh, Wan Bissaka at fullback? Do you think, or, it, it, or Joel Ward in there? It will absolutely be Wan Bissaka. He's uh, yeah, yeah, he's been superb. Mm, I think I think the main weakness for, for me for Newcastle is down the, the our fullbacks. Um, pretty good at attacking, I'd say. Uh, players like Andre Yedlin uh, and Paul Dummett can be quite solid, but. There are times when they do get exposed, and actually as well, I think Jamal Lassell is nursing a bit of an injury. He's a bit of a doubt for the game, and we really, really need him as well. Um, so yeah, I, I would expect there to be goals. Now you've pretty much answered my last question, which which was uh, <laughs> for Palace. You know, obviously we we haven't been flooding the net with goals this season, and it's what's what's our best. Where's our best sort of chance of a goal against you? Is it set pieces, or are we good, <laughs> give it good to Zaha? <laughs> give it to Zaha. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really, um, I think set pieces. Newcastle, you know, they're quite well drilled by Rafa Benitez, so I think that that'll be quite a difficult um, avenue for them. But uh, I, I, the reason I say give it to Zaha, he's got that trickery to open up a defence, even if it's five men or or you know what, quite a well structured midfield. Because I would I would expect Newcastle to be quite well drilled. Um, on the weekend as well uh, maybe the pace of Andrus Townsend if he starts as well uh, and against his old club of course so that's usually a bit of a no man if, if you're a Newcastle fan Ollie give us, a, give us a score prediction pal I'm going to go with because it's my way I'm going to go 2-1 Newcastle there you go thank you very much Ambo uh 3-0 Palace. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just to counteract it. Thank you very much, Ollie, for joining us. Uh, there you go, your opposition view. Crystal Palace, Newcastle. It's going to be a massive game down at Selhurst at the weekend. We've got your 7 OTB next, and uh, Hambo's going to be deciphering between a risk game and a non-risk game. It's quarter to nine, Sport. Let me tell you, people have been saying I'm a disgrace to my country, but has anyone listened to James O'Brien and LBC? I don't think so. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details.
Look, 50% off bed sheets. And these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEHBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in Chelmsford and Colchester. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories, we want to hear from you. With a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided, SEHBAC has the job that's right for you. For more details or to get in touch, visit SEHBAC.com. London Hospitals, a war zone. Just like my rear end after spicy food. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yep, time for your 7OTB. Let's head over to... Well, let's, let's, let's head over to Hambo. Hambo, crack on. Hello there. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm looking at my 7OTB and I'm, I'm going to live predict... Uh, but obviously I'll take you through my, through my thought processes as I go. So uh, I, I like to try and stick with the Premier League if I can. you got to stick with what you know. Palace are in the Premier League, so it's, I, I know it best. Um, and the opening game, opening kickoff, Arsenal versus Everton. Do you know what that is, Aaron? Do you know what Arsenal versus Everton is? Uh, nobody can tell me. It's a risk game. Risk game. It's a risk game. Arsenal, inconsistent start to the season. Everton, you just don't know which Everton's going to turn up. Risk game. Don't be betting on that one. <laughs> okay. West Ham versus Chelsea. There's no risk there. It's an away win. We're going for an away win. Nice one. Brian and Hove Albion, Hove Albion versus Tottenham Hotspur. Don't make me laugh. Away win. They've just lost through the band. Yep, don't care, mate. It's Brighton. <laughs> Right, okay, yeah, the good point. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, please re- let me retract that, Your Honour. <laughs> Burnley Bournemouth. In fact, if, if, I mean, the alliteration tells you alone that that is a risk game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you now. Okay. Cardiff Man City, there's no doubt there, isn't there? I think it'll be tighter than people think that. that Cardiff to win it. That is, <laughs> yeah, that is no way win. There's no risk game there. Newcastle Palace, risk game. I can't bet with clear emotions. Okay, that didn't matter when I was betting on Brighton a minute ago, but it matters now. I'm not betting on that. A risk game. <laughs> Leicester, Huddersfield. A risk game. Liverpool, Southampton. A risk game. Really? You know why? You know why? Because Liverpool have just done that thing where they've won five on the bounce and everyone's getting really excited. The media uh, love them, don't they? Yeah, the it's, media, it's the media and, and the Premier League are desperate for them to win the league. It's just that they, they they are so desperate for it. <laughs> I'm not. It's pathetic. But do you know what? I'm not touching that with the one with a barge pole. I just got a feeling about it. Risk game. Risk game. And Man United Wolves. You know, Wolves, decent team. That's a home win, mate. I'm only messing <laughs> with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, but this week you have had to drop into the championship. I've had to drop into the championship, and I'm quite happy to do that every now and then. I think it's the making of a team. I'm just gonna have a little scroll through. Keep you on Norwich. I think that's a way win that. Ooh, they, they've been on a good run. They've the beaten Millwall. Yeah. yeah, Millwall. But, but I just fancy Norwich to turn them over a little bit. Fair enough. Villa Sheffield Wednesday. Not touching that, mate. Not touching that with yours. That is a risk game. Risk game. Derby County Brentford. 
Brentford are a very good team at the moment. Derby, uh, Derby were. Did they lose the other night? They drew nil nil. They drew nil nil. And Laps is, is feeling the pressure. Uh, you know what I mean? That's that's got risk game written all over it. Ipswich Bolton. I'm never trusting Ipswich ever again. They ruined my opening week uh, on seven OTB. Leeds Birmingham. Risk game. I feel a risk game there. Middlesbrough Swansea. It's another risk game. Nottingham Forest Rotherham. Rotherham have let me down before as well. It's another risk game. Reading Hull City. Away win. Thank you, Reading, for being so poor. Okay, we're just down to a draw now. So I'm having a quick look through here. And I think Sheffield United versus Preston has got draw written all over it. Thank you very much for those, Amber. We love doing the 7 OTBs with Amber because he, he thinks about these things. He thinks about them. Um, Tim, have you had a look at yours? Yeah, I've had a quick look. Man City away win at Cardiff. I think that's a banker. Um, I think Leicester will beat Huddersfield. Liverpool will definitely beat Southampton. I'm, I'm not... Mate, I'm, I'm sure that. You've, you've selected a couple of risk games there. <laughs> well, Danny Ings can't play, can he? He's, he's on loan. No, that is he? true. That is so. true. I would say it's your money, it's your risk, <laughs> but it's free to play. So, you exactly, know. Exactly. Yeah. It's um, just your emotions. I'm going to go for another risk game. Villa to beat Sheffield Wednesday. Your Wednesday aren't great, are they? No. They're, they're not amazing. They've got Barry Bannon. You know, that's all I'm saying. I can't, I can't trust him. <laughs> okay, all right, right, fair enough. Leeds to beat Birmingham. Birmingham can't score, can they? They just can't can't score goals. Well, team, you're a, team, you're a braver man than I. Is Clayton Donaldson up top from Birmingham? It's Lukas Jukovic. Yeah, how's he oh, still yeah. playing? No one knows. No. And then West Brom to beat Millwall. Uh, okay, okay. And I, think I think that's from six. And then the draw, I'm going a bit controversial here. Aaron's not going to like me. I'm going for United Wolves. Man United Wolves draw. Yeah, we're rubbish anyway, so there you go. <laughs> uh, let's get some half-times in the Europa League. Half-time at the Emirates, and it's Arsenal 1, Vorskla, Poltava, uh, nil. So, half the job done for us, uh, for, for Arsenal so far. I was about to say Arsenal Wenger's, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make that mistake again. Ludogretz, they're 2-1 up now. Uh, home to Bayer Leverkusen. That one is a half-time score. Uh, in the uh, energy drink derby, it's Leipzig nil, Red Bull Salzburg 2. Celtic nil, Rosenborg nil is the other uh, score so far in that group. Copenhagen nil, Zenit St. Petersburg one, Slavia Prague one, Bordeaux nil. Uh, I always used to think Bordeaux was Bordeaux. Yeah. When I was a kid. Bordeaux. Yeah, easy mistake to make, yeah, isn't it? So it's completely you know, superfluous. Just don't know about sex. phonetics and other things when you're a kid, you know, it just doesn't really work. Uh, group D, Dynamo Zagreb 2, Fenerbahce nil. Um, elsewhere in Arsenal groups, the other game currently Sporting Lisbon nil, Carabag nil. Dudelange are still holding AC Milan to a, to a, a goal of straw. Impressive stuff. Half time there. And by the way, Dude Launch, as old as me. Wow. Yeah, and they were formed in 1991. Olympiacos nil, Real Betis nil is the other scoreline in that group. That's Group F of the Europa League. Chelsea have beaten their opponents this evening. They took on PROK Salonica away in Greece. They won by one goal to nil. That one scored by William Bate. Borisov grabbed uh, uh, two against Molvidi. Really? Yep. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sound convincing. 
Really? Villarreal finished. Uh, Villarreal Rangers finished two two. Any other business? Hambo, have you got any rants on oh, uh, on mate, football gentrification this week? No, not really. No, but I was uh, I was watching Premier Premier League years. Love that program. Uh, it was the Arsenal unbeatable season, and I thoroughly enjoyed seeing Alan Marn score from range. Do you remember Alan Marn? Alan Alan Mahone. Well, this is exactly it. this is why I like Alan Marn because. Even if you say Mahan, you're still saying Mahan? Mahan? See, Mahan? that was like, you know... Uh, Q- 20, 25 minutes I said saying that to myself earlier. Q- QPR had a documentary called The Four Year Plan. Mm. Do you remember that? I do. And basically there was just a point in time where, where Flavio Briatore just kept saying, Give it to Mahan! Give it to Mahan! <laughs> and he, he made Gareth Ainsworth bring on Gavin Mahan, also known as Gavin Mahan. Yep. And guess who scored? Mahon and he, there's him just shouting Mahon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know he uh, he signed for Palace on loan? Didn't play a minute. Gavin Mahon. Hey, do you remember? Do you remember Gavin Mahon? No. You remember Gavin Mahon? So you do remember him? Did, did he sign loan? from from QPR Watford? QPR on loan. Mm, for, uh, for I don't us. remember us signing him. We signed uh, Holloway signed him, I think, to bring in some experience, but didn't actually play him on the field. Just Alan Alan, Alan Mark, of course, uh, played two games to the Republic of Ireland. He's, he's a Dublin boy. Do you know who man. else I saw? Collins John. Oh, what a man. Collins John. Signed by John Collins. For John Collins Fulham. or Collins John. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Just Hambo's football memories. See what happened to him? He, they had one good season for Fulham, scoring outrageous goals. He's played he about eight games like Zare or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's effectively, they played for uh, Holland, didn't they? Yeah. Sort of, um... But uh, yeah, literally had that one little purple patch, one season for Fulham, and then after that just disappeared. Sad, sad story. Yeah, I love it. I love Hambo's football memories. That's there. great, isn't it? Uh, what a trip down memory lane. The best. We we love <laughs> a, uh, a a good uh, a good trip down memory memory lane. Memory lane. Give us a score prediction for Saturday. Palace at home to Newcastle. I was going to go two 0 but looking at Newcastle's results this year, I'm going to go two one because I think. <laughs> Might as well go with what's been happening. But the hen, the hen will be all right. Yeah, the hen, the hen will uh, will pluck the ball out of the air again. <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need him pecking something. If someone can think of a way in a, in football. You, like the hen could peck something. I, I have no idea. Hamber, what's your score prediction? I went three 0 earlier. I did think that that was just to annoy the uh, annoy the Newcastle fan. Though. I think it'll be a little bit tighter than that. I could see two, maybe two 0 We'll go two 0 I'm going to go home win. <laughs> panel result thank you very much for joining me chaps this show is of course available via on demand on lovesportradio.com just hit the crystal palace logo hambo uh, and tim thank you thank you it's time for the news which is basically the bit where the presenter goes to the toilet this is lionel another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com i'm lionel from peace haven i took note of what the spokesman said and i saved 484 pounds per year on my energy i found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me 484 pounds on my energy and i would recommend everybody does the same a spokesman Spokesmansaid.com, getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a Spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. If you're in business, I bet you hate 
wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. 1.7 seconds. It's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, chief brand officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. A big thanks to Ham and Tim from the Palace Fan Show. They're back next Thursday from 7pm. Up next, though, we talk all things Charlton Athletic. Another big week and, uh, well, another week where Ronan Duchatelet has uh, dominated some of the South London headlines. We're going to be talking about him. We're looking ahead to the game against Plymouth Argyle. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be looking back at another big away win for Lee Bowyer's Addicts. All after your 9 o'clock news. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.